Okay. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, today, I'm talking with uh, Josh Pascua. So uh, Josh is an R&B slash pop singer-songwriter from Hamilton. Uh, so Josh is a Mohawk College music grad. So he actually graduated in 2020, so during COVID, which is kind of nuts. Um, you can find him at uh, Joshua Pascua Music on like Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever. Uh, Pascua is P-A-S-C-U-A. Uh, yeah. And uh, hey, Josh, thanks for joining. Hey, how are you, Sarah? Good, how are you? Good, good. <laughs> so um, I just want to confirm that I'm like saying your last name correctly. You got it. Yeah. So a lot awesome. of it is Pasqual. A lot of people pronounce awesome. it uh, like they think it's a Q. Like you spelled it oh, correctly, yeah, yeah. so that's good. Yeah. Awesome. And people think it's like Pasqua or uh, Pasqua. No, nah, it's right. just Pasqua. <laughs> Pasqua, yeah. Sweet. I honestly, like, as I was spelling it out, I almost said Q, even though I have it written as a C. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, for some reason you want to say Q. I don't know why. It's very strange. Um, yeah, so you went to Mohawk College for music. Yeah. Um, yeah, how long did you attend for? So I, st- um, I started the program, I think it was 2017, 2018, and it's a, it's a mm-hmm. three-year program. So, so yeah, I just graduated last year, like you said, uh, during the Mm -hmm. pandemic, it was, it was Mm -hmm. like the final semester because COVID happened last year in March. Right. And then, so the way our semester worked for that, um, everyone, like we weren't allowed to go into the school anymore. So it was all remote, like online. Mm -hmm. And I think we only had like two or three weeks left. So we basically had, um, the whole program kind of finished. We just had that kind of last stretch, right? Yeah. So, um, it wasn't uh, it wasn't too too bad. Yeah. Spe- like on my end, anyways. Like we just had to mm-hmm. put in like final like final assignments online, do all this video stuff, and it, it's tough for people who you know don't have uh, like recording means. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but they are very like the profs were very lenient and all that, so it was it was really good. That's good. Yeah, it's it's kind of nuts to finish your schooling um, in the middle of a pandemic. And also, Honestly. like I know that I know that you guys who were graduating, you actually uh, weren't able to do your uh, your final recitals, which is like your Man, big final project. Oh, that yeah, it's so upsetting. Like I like um, yeah, no, I'm still upset about it because I remember watching the the third years when I was in second year. I watched their performance and I was like. I was like, dude, I'm I'm going to do so much better. I was like, yo, I'm gonna top every single one of these performances. Mm-hmm. And then, taking notes. Yeah, I was like taking notes. I was like, all right, this is this is what I'm gonna do. Like, like yeah. they did this, like the lighting, like everything. I had everything planned totally. out. And then, mm-hmm. pff, then yeah, then just the world stopped, and I was like, dang it, cheesed, super cheesed. But it is what it yeah. is, you know. At the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it sucks because I know you guys spend like the entire last semester like just only working on your rehearsal. Yeah, and no, just that, like building up correct. to that. And, yeah, yeah, a recital. I mean, a rehearsal. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. um so uh, just to give you a little bit of like an introduction. Um, so do you want to like describe your sort of like music style and the kind of music you create and like who would you uh, compare your sound to? Yeah, for sure. So, mm-hmm. um. I'm very inspired, like most of my music style comes from a lot of pop, R&B, and like soul people, like artists, mm-hmm. like Bruno Mars is one major guy that I really like. Like totally. he went, yeah, he has such a great sound. Um, mm-hmm. People like Stevie Wonder, 
um yeah like pop style like uh MJ mm-hmm. um then there's then from the R&B there's um there's people like what's his name D'Angelo who I've gotten mm-hmm. really into yeah, uh, Anderson Pack man yeah. I I cannot believe like I didn't see it coming Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars like that came mm-hmm. out of nowhere like mm-hmm. their new single I was like oh man it's a, it's a, uh, that's a banger. I love it. But yeah, those yeah. are the type of guys um, that I, the music that I kind of, you know, like mm-hmm. fall under, mm-hmm. I would say, as myself as an artist. Yeah. I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah. I would definitely describe your sound as very like Bruno Marsy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Anytime. Um, so a little bit back to Mohawk. Um, what was your first impression of the school and the program? So um, it's actually so funny because... After I graduated high school, I took a year off because I didn't know what I wanted to pursue. Mm-hmm. So I took a year off just to work. And then when when that year was coming up and I was like, okay, I, I do want to go to school for music. I yeah. I checked out all the options I could go to. Um, I checked like Mohawk, um, um, Humber. Mm-hmm. There were some in um, London. I think it was, what was, a, what was the school? Fanshawe. And uh, I saw, I applied, um, so I went for two auditions, one for, one for Mohawk and one for Humber. The one for Humber, Mm -hmm. it was, Mm -hmm. is weird because I didn't, I knew theory because of high school, but I didn't know too much about jazz. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, so that was, that was kind of tricky for the Humber part, but for Mohawk specifically, I, I learned some standards got uh got familiar with the type of theory that you needed to enter or like get into the program mm-hmm. um <laughs> so i didn't i i just knew i wanted to go to school for music i didn't yeah. actually know that there was a final recital for the third year or like any of that stuff nice but i i just knew i was like oh like i'm gonna learn so much more about the fundamentals of music the theory mm-hmm. behind it like this that and performance and i did see yeah. performance based so i was like okay this is this is gonna be cool totally yeah. um but sorry back to your question about the first impression right mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. i thought i thought it was like really like chill because mm-hmm. and like in the movies when you see like post-secondary like college universities like it looks like this like this movie you know what i mean obviously because yeah. it's in the movies but then when i went i was like this is it's so regular it's so like so nonchalant super chill like nothing to really stress about you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah i i thought it was i thought it was cool <laughs> awesome uh did that first impression did that sort of change over time as you actually got into the program uh sorry say that again yeah did that did that first impression of the school and the program did that change as you actually got accepted and you started studying there um yeah 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 mm-hmm. so um so the the things that changed about it was um I guess my first initial reaction was like oh like I'm going to learn this but what I mm-hmm. what I initially learned or what I learned that's changed is it's more of the connection that I built with the students and like the friends mm-hmm. more than the like I like don't get me wrong like the theory's good and all that yeah but I was like oh like I'm learning so much more with the people I'm working with Totally. You know what I mean? It's like I, I, I got um I got more um what's the word? More experience with 
like the people I jammed with at Mohawk mm-hmm. than than the theory based stuff. But that's mm-hmm. just my opinion, anyways. <laughs> yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Um, so I, I've heard from like a few people that actually ended up uh, dropping out around this time or even like before, um, in music school in general, not just Mohawk, but sort of any music school, um, say that they chose to leave because they felt like it wasn't worth the money that they felt like they could have taught themselves the lessons that they were paying for. Do you agree with that or disagree? Or do you think it's sort of like a, a mix of different things? Yeah. So, um, Mm -hmm. I, I believe that because music is obviously subjective, right? If you want to, if you want to stick to your niche, right? Let's say, because our program was strictly like contemporary jazz. We were Mm -hmm. learning the fundamentals of jazz Mm -hmm. and we had people come in the program who are like metal drummers, like hard rock. Um, like these are like, these are people who, um, kind of, I don't, uh, I would kind of say close-minded in a sense where it's sure. like they didn't believe that this program was for them. And again, mm-hmm. like the program's not for every musician. You know what I mean? Everybody mm-hmm. learns differently. And for those people who left, you know, they left for a good reason because they felt like they weren't learning anything, right? Totally. Mm-hmm. But but for me anyways, um, like I I was able to take what I was taught and obviously put it into my own arrangements, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of things stem from the fun, like the foundations of jazz. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> that's that's my <laughs> two cents on that. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. That makes sense. Um, so a, a big plus of attending music school or a big, a big positive. Um, and honestly, like college, university in general, same with, you know, I, I went to Mohawk for journalism. So it was the same sort of thing for me. Um, that a big plus is the networking and all mm-hmm. the sort of connections that you make through Mohawk. Um, do you feel like the, the college gave you opportunities that furthered your career? Like, I'm trying to think of, so Mohawk did give me some like, some like performance opportunities mm-hmm. um i think i think they only like gave me like two opportunities most like other than that um it was myself mostly that went out of my way to you know find places to play or you know okay um, yeah do all that stuff but yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cool um did they sort of like connect you with like people within that industry or like people maybe like around the city? Um, how was that uh, side of networking? So um, we had a course. We took a course. Mm-hmm. Um, it was music business. And mm-hmm. our prof would bring in these uh, guest speakers who were mm-hmm. they weren't in the music, um, like the music performance space, like mm-hmm. uh, field, sorry. But they'd be like, um, like people who run their own music schools or people who, uh, hold on, they did teaching. Um, I'm trying to, th- I feel so bad because I missed out on a lot of the classes. Not yeah, not because okay. they were boring or anything. It's just mm-hmm. they they didn't um, they didn't really like I said help with uh, my help with what I wanted to learn in a sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, sure. So. Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> not really. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, did you ever, like, 
what sort of did the music program ever uh, book trips for you guys? Did you ever go places throughout the city or maybe to Toronto? Did you ever like um, visit, you know, like a art community? Uh, like, <laughs> uh, what's the word I'm trying to find? Like uh, pillars in like the arts community, you know, like maybe right, like right, certain right. performance centers or like a museum or like, I don't know, uh, recording places. I don't know anything like that. Did you ever sort of like have trips within your class? Right. Um, we had one prof who tried um, organizing, organizing a trip to go see this I think it was either an opera or a musical. Okay. I, 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 uh, or a symphony, something like that. Like there mm-hmm. was, there was an opportunity. It's like, Oh, like um, he wanted to make it come to life. But I think this was during the, the end of the, like, this is during like the pandemic. Like this was, mm. I think like January, February. Yeah. And then when March hit, like we couldn't obviously do anything. So, Yikes. but yeah. for the, for the three years, it only happened at the end but it didn't happen mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah interesting really i mean trips yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you know i know that there there's not you know it's not like high school you're not going on a ton of you know school bus yeah. rides or whatever but uh you know like uh and i know that you guys have a lot of work to do but yeah it feels like there should be at least something once uh like once a semester or maybe like once a year or something right no but, exactly exactly but mm-hmm. I feel like especially because, you know, we're around Hamilton, which is a very arts-based uh, city. And mm-hmm. then also, like, Toronto is right next door, which, you know, has everything, right? Exactly. So, exactly yeah. yeah. It's very interesting. Um, so did Mohawk encourage you to create music outside of class projects? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, well, essentially, yes, because... Mm-hmm. I took I took everything I learned from Mohawk um and basically put it into the style of music I'm doing today. Mm-hmm. Um so sorry, I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah, take your time. Cool. Um yeah, no, Mohawk did kind of essentially help, you know, build who I am today cuz I mm-hmm. I actually did learn like a lot from from all the professors I had. Because if let's say I didn't even go to Mohawk, I definitely wouldn't have what I have today. You know what I mean? Sure. Like the connections I have with, you know, the students I, you know, I met there mm-hmm. and, and especially the knowledge. Because going back to when people were dropping out because, you know, they felt like they weren't learning anything. Mm-hmm. Like you, like you can definitely learn things online. I've mm-hmm. like, I learned majority of my musical, like like all the musical instruments I play by myself, I learned it online. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess people go to like go to college to get that guidance, right? Because sure. I I wouldn't know any like I wouldn't know the musical terms as like major modes, minor modes, secondary dominances, if it wasn't for the professor who you know taught me those terms and showed me what they are and how to use it practically. Mm-hmm. Right. So obviously mm-hmm. people can learn both ways, but yeah, definitely. essentially a yeah, Mohawk did guide me to, you know, do the music I'm doing today. 
Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, were there any sort of like uh, limitations on like creating music instead of class? Um, you know, I've, was there any sort of pressure from like professors to maybe make a certain genres? You know, to to make music within the genres they taught you, um, or were you were you encouraged to expand beyond that? Uh, some like some professors wanted to stay stay in the certain genre that they were teaching just because that's what they were teaching and that's what they were grading. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, um, you know, do it this way because this is, and, and they said, obviously like, um, you're doing that just so later on you could do everything freely. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of like not contradicting, but, um, cause the way he, um, I'm talking about one specific prof, Mm-hmm. He was saying, it's like, okay, we're going to follow these rules, follow the, yeah. uh, follow the rules, follow the rules. And then at the final project, all right, feel free to do whatever you want. And I was like, whoa, cool. what? What do you, like, what mm-hmm. do you mean by mm-hmm. that? Right. But right. he was talking about like, you know, taking, taking the, taking the, taking the steps that you learn and exploring mm-hmm. each individual one. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that was just for one. That was more of a classical classical um class there but f- right. for this class called improv we were mm-hmm. we were essentially able to do whatever we wanted within the the um within the perimeters of like jazz mm-hmm. if that makes sense you know like mm-hmm. you can't like if we're if we wanted to you know like do a little improvisation we we should follow the the jazz flow and not throw out like a metal guitar rift over you know, like a swing beat or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say it's kind of like in the middle where like we did have freedom, but at the same time there were limit- limitations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so would you say that like jazz or you you had a classical um, class as well, would you say that they were sort of taught as like kind of like the foundation of music making? And then if you wanted to explore different areas, like, yeah, like rock or hip hop or R&B or whatever, that you can, that those were sort of the foundations. And then you, you kind of build off of those. Would you yeah. say that that's kind of how they taught you? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, like we're teaching, like we're teaching you this because like rock wouldn't be where rock is today mm-hmm. if we didn't have, you know, the, like yeah. the foundation of where it started, right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Um, what was your favorite class on Mohawk? My favorite class? That's a, that's a, that's a good question. <laughs> um, dang. Um, honestly, it would, it would have to be, it would have to be a contemporary, um, hold on. It would have to be... Yeah, contempt. It was um that was that was a class that I kind of learned most of my jazz theory. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah. Uh yeah, contemporary jazz. Mm-hmm. All all so, years. Yeah. I think I only took yeah. it for the first 2 years, but okay. Yeah, no, that that would have to be my favorite class. That's where I learned learned the stuff like the modes, um secondary dominances, mm-hmm. um and all these fancy terms that I use um mm-hmm. in my in my songs today yeah 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 awesome uh would you say that kind of taught you the most out of all your of of all your classes would you say that yeah yeah no 100 yeah okay Mm -hmm. sweet um (laughs) what were um what were some of your uh favorite projects that you got to create while in school 
favorite projects. Um, mm-hmm. We had we had a course called Music Productions where we were mm-hmm. able to um, work with um, visual uh, or what is it called um, visual uh, video designing students okay. or um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you know we would take their animations and we would put sound design to them. Oh, cool. And um, that w- those were some of my favorite projects because <laughs> we got me and a me and a buddy of mine. We used, we um, I just got a flashback on Snapchat. We were yeah. doing his project and we we're just making the funniest um, the funniest audio to their their designs. And yeah, yeah no, that's that was that was a lot of fun. That was, um, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We we worked with like. I, so I was in the journalism program, right? Oh yeah. And I know that um, years before me, we're actually supposed we're working with music kids on different projects. And I think right. that um, my uh, my group of students, we were actually the first program to, uh, or the first year in my program to not work with any music kids on projects. Oh, so that right. oh. that was kind of disappointing. Yeah, I think. Um, uh, yeah, previous years, we actually, we had a documentary class, and the music yeah, yeah. kids would create the soundtrack to the documentary. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it was actually uh, super sick, but we never got to do that, so Dang. that sucks. Mm-hmm. See, but I know a like, lot of I, the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Go ahead, I, was, I was saying, I'm like, because be, being able to, like, connect, like, through that way, right, through other programs, yeah. mm-hmm. and, like, that just brings out a whole different um, area of, not just, like... Um, experience but like you know like that could be another way of like income for you you know what i mean because mm-hmm. for people who are new to sound design yeah like especially like coming from like a music side it's like if someone's just thinking it's like oh i'm just gonna be a singer songwriter produ- uh, producer but then next mm-hmm. thing you know it's like boom it's like hey can you make a soundtrack to this and like they're surprisingly good at it it's like whoa yeah it's another thing that you know it's just another learning experience there yeah i know um, yeah. yeah, and I, I love how um, it, it's also a great like networking um, oh, opportunity. 100%. Yeah, with like the foot, you know, because we're all in the same sort of wing, all in the arts wing, the it, you know, exactly, photography, yeah, yeah. yeah, graphic design, videography, um, everything like that. And it's uh, it's it's super cool because you know we all get to kind of create projects together. Um, yeah, and it, it just sucked that we never got to do that, and you know, that sort of dwindled down over the years, and that sucks. Um, when so when you left Mohawk when you graduated. Um, did you did you regret not learning about certain things in school? Or uh, what did you wish that you were taught more? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so cheesed. Um, yeah. There was there was a there was a, a class that I wanted to take, but mm-hmm. I had a I had an ensemble in the slot. Right. And well, first the class was like it, the class said it was full and I was like, ah, oh, dang it. And that class was arranging. Mm. And um, I I feel like that would have really helped me a lot in like in my writing because when in Mohawk we were we were taught to just do everything like uh, paper uh, paper and pencil mm-hmm. and then just notate everything and mm. um, do all this and with arranging um, well what I what I saw and what I heard it's like you get more into depth about creating. Uh, creating these um lead sheets for other people and yourself right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the way i do music it's it's basically i got a guitar i 
I record the guitar audio and then just sing whatever and then just send it off to someone to mix. Mm -hmm. But what I, it's, it's so funny because I'm, I'm, I have a song coming out. Yeah. And I, I'm such a dummy because I forgot, I forgot one of the chords I played and I don't have it written down or like I'm trying, I tried mimicking what, like what chord I could have played, but if I had written it down, it would have been a whole different story. Right. So the fact that like I, I didn't arrange it first, all I did was, you know, play the guitar, put it out and then send it. I'm missing Mm -hmm. a crucial step in, in songwriting where it's, you know, making sure you have everything in fine detail. It's like, this is what I'm going to play. Right. Song Mm -hmm. still slaps. Don't get me wrong. It's just, Mm -hmm. I forget, I forget how, uh, the the one core I'll I'm, I'll figure it out like eventually, yeah, eventually, but, yeah. There's only so one. many chords. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's only, yeah. there's only so many, right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And I mean, I guess you don't have to worry about playing it live right now, what with COVID and everything. I know. Oh, um. I know. Don't remind <laughs> me, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know, right? Jeez. Um, yeah, what a great time to graduate, eh? Oh, honestly, like mm-hmm. I, like I'm, I was happy that we. Gra- well, honestly, like I I was happy. I was like, all right, it's over with. But yeah. there's that feeling of uh unfulfillment because mm-hmm. of the recital. Mm-hmm. Right. So like the fact that like me and my band or me and the people I was supposed to play with on my recital, like we we did a bunch of practices and then I was like, dang, like this was literally all for nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. We couldn't mm-hmm. we couldn't do this, couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Unfortunate, but yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, so now that you're pursuing a music career outside of school, um, did you notice that anything was like immediately different? Um, like, you know, besides uh, as, as opposed to creating music inside of school, uh, did, where did you did you have access to uh, less resources, um, maybe less people around to help support you and give you advice, you know, like things like that, or, you know, positives, if there's anything, maybe if you felt like you had more freedoms now that you're outside of school, um, that sort of thing. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, now that I'm out of school, um, definitely less resources in a sense yeah. where, um, we had practice rooms with pianos in them. Like we got to use mm-hmm. that to practice with, yeah. but, um, I w- I'm fortunate enough to have my own studio, where cool. I do have my own stuff and like I have my own recording gear and like that that's the benefits I guess for mm-hmm. myself anyways mm-hmm. um like yeah no um basically doing a lot of, most of my stuff alone just cuz um can't can't be uh doing too many band practices right so mm-hmm. um totally yeah i mean it's it's a difficult question to ask because obviously things are so different right now with covid right it would be entirely different like yeah like three years ago or so um you know you might be having an easier time um but i think another thing is like you know programs like editing software and um recording software and all that sort of stuff i guess like that now you kind of have to pay for um because usually usually it's given to you during the program right Exactly. So in the mm-hmm. program, so for all three years, we we all had, like our computer lab had Macs in them. Like we had like three mm-hmm. rows of Macs, and that yep. and we learned everything in Logic Pro. Mm-hmm. But um, so now I'm using a doc called Ableton, because um, Ableton runs on PC, and I'm using a 
PC. If I had a, right. if I had a Mac, um, I'd probably try running both. But mm-hmm. um, see, because I was using Logic Pro for three years, and now I'm using mm-hmm. Ableton. I mm-hmm. I tried going back and using Logic Pro for this other project I was working on, mm-hmm. and I had I had just forgotten every like like quick uh quick commands i forgot yeah. how to work i was like oh my gosh like what the you heck? just lose it it sucks that's i was like dang i, I lost it i was like dang it but mm-hmm. um able to like i'm happy like with ableton because it's super easy to function Good. super easy to use cool in my in my opinion anyways <laughs> yeah would you say that's more beginner friendly than uh than logic um uh that's a good question mm-hmm. um Honestly, I don't think so because logic, because um, logic is very universal. Okay. As, like because people usually start with GarageBand, right? Mm-hmm. GarageBand yeah. super simple. It's free. Um, a lot of records have been produced with GarageBand. Um, yeah. You know the song? It's by Rihanna. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's Umbrella. Umbrella was produced, mixed, and all that with just GarageBand. Cool. And it's like a that's super big hit. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and if you want to take it to this next level, that's where Logic Pro is. Yeah. And I think Logic Pro, like Logic Pro is super, super, um, I don't want to say like underrated mm-hmm. because, um, you know, a lot of people use it. Um, Billie Eilish and her brother, Phineas, mm-hmm. their, mm-hmm. um, their record was produced, um, just with um logic pro and you can find the awesome. you can find the whole track on logic pro that's the amazing thing like mm-hmm. you could see everything they've done all the all the plugins all the tracks all the stems mm-hmm. it's it's insane like logic mm-hmm. pro is super super good but again i just use ableton because i have a pc yeah but with ableton um i i got to give ableton credit too right cuz you know the song redbone by Charlie yes. Cambino. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was that was mixed in that was mixed and recorded in Ableton. So I forget yeah. the I forget the producer's name. Um but yeah, he was going through like how he made the sounds. He's going through um all the plugins he had in Ableton and yeah. Again, wow, like every awesome. DAW is the same. Mm-hmm. It's just um again, it's all taste and uh, yeah, at the end of the day it's um your preference on what you like. Mhm. Mhm. Have you, um, have you noticed any like positives now that you've like graduated? I guess like, you know, getting school off your back, you know, getting all that stress off your back. Um, and have you found that you have maybe like more free time to create what you want to create or, uh, what do you think about that? Um, yeah, no, um, Mm -hmm. especially with the pandemic, I've had Mm -hmm. more than enough time to create now. Um, yeah, in school, I didn't feel like I had enough time or I didn't have Mm -hmm. enough experience and or skills to be doing what i'm doing today Mm -hmm. um just because like back then like i was still i was still rusty i was still learning i was still uh educating myself and figuring out like what my sound was uh yeah no essentially that was it like trying to find what my true sound is during mohawk i was like okay do i want to go through this i want to do i want to sound like this that Mm -hmm. And yeah, by the end of it, I was like, okay, like I have enough knowledge. Like, obviously I still have, there's still so much that I would like to learn, Mm -hmm. but I, you know, I've learned everything I needed to learn at Mohawk. So 
Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I have so much more free time, and like, it, I'm super fortunate to have the knowledge I do now because of Mohawk mm-hmm. to be doing what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, I don't think I actually asked you this at the beginning. Uh, what specific area of the music program were you in? Were you in vocals? Oh yeah, I was. Oh, uh, so yeah, I applied for the contemporary jazz vocal. Okay, program. there we go. So yeah, I was a vocalist. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Um, Did you find in that program, um, was it mainly up to you to find like what genre your voice fit uh, the most or were you sort of um, pigeonholed by the uh, um, by your teachers? Uh, Do you think that they sort of, you know, still asked you to pursue jazz or, you know, classical or were you sort of uh, were you uh, did they listen to your voice and guide you in an area that they thought you uh you were suited best if yeah, you know what um, i'm asking yeah. oh yeah no i totally got you saying mm-hmm. so um i'm i'm so uh i'm so grateful to have the profs that i did during mm-hmm. the three years uh shri mm-hmm. marshall sophia and i had lita yeah. so those three really helped me uh become more confident with my voice um they um yeah no they didn't they didn't force anything on my vocal saying it's like you got to sound like this you got it they 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 heard my voice they knew they knew my sound and then right. they just helped helped me and like kind of enhance um kind of my vocal technique mm-hmm. they helped um like they helped kind of express more of my vocals and kind of like who i am as a performer artist singer Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, I'm I'm super grateful to have have those guys teach you know teach me what I know now. They're yeah. Su- yeah, they're super they're super motivating. Um, really, yeah, really. Um, they really helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. I know there are a lot of like superstar professors uh, in the oh, music yeah. uh, program, so I've heard a lot about them for sure. Yeah. Um, how has been balancing a job? um during covid and like while creating music right um so i'm super fortunate because the job i'm in Mm -hmm. i'm i'm still able to do my music while working yeah so i have a lot of i have a lot of free time in a Mm -hmm. in um i say free time just because um obviously because of covid like business has been slower Totally. Right. Mm. So I do mm. have I do have more time to kind of work on my work on my music. So it hasn't mm. been too much of a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So you work at the uh, the Hamilton Rehearsal Factory, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I manage yeah, the yeah. Rehearsal Factory here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's super specific, but really fortunate that you can actually like work in a recording space. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's super cool. Um. How has been like rolling out and like advertising new music during COVID? So I I wish there was I wish they had something in Mohawk where they actually got more into detail about that because mm-hmm. that's that's my that's where I'm not really struggling but finding somewhat difficulties mm-hmm. because I had to learn that by myself because um I I learned a lot where it's like. Um, you're not just like if you're if you're you know doing if you're an independent artist, you're mm-hmm. not just you're not just making music, but you're also promoting your music. You're also mm-hmm. you know like doing what you can to advertise it, like you said. 
um, because yeah, most of that is you know uh, most of the advertisement costs money to you know for paid promotions on the, all that coming yeah. out of your pocket. You oh know? yeah, but yeah, no one they never taught us about like um, what like uh, PRs or mm-hmm. like building an EPK to you know kind of showcase yourself and all that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, that w- that would have been cool to learn. But again, yeah. uh, Mohawk was more of performance base and you know, like sure. the theory base. Yeah, you would think that kind of be part of the music business uh, course, though. Yeah, I thought so too. But yeah, yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I mean, yeah. And on top of advertising your own music, there's also like if you're not producing it yourself, then like you know, paying for producing and mixing and mastering, paying for like you know a, f- a, mm-hmm. a photo shoot, paying for like artwork, um, all of that. It's like it's so much money, and. Oh, yes. um, yeah, and were you ever sort of like taught or like did you ever have a conversation about that with your professors at Mohawk? I'm trying to remember. Um mm. they they might have talked about it. I might have not mm-hmm. been there for a class or two or Yeah. But sure. Yeah, no, I, I don't not that I don't you remember. remember them ever coming mm-hmm. across with that stuff. Yeah. Because, yeah, I I guess I would assume that they might want to give you guys advice as to, like, you know, who to go to for maybe, you know, making making right. contacts in areas where you can maybe get a, you know, a discount or, like, you know, cheaper prices or that sort of thing. Or, like, you know, or maybe how to just, you know, produce yourself and, you know, maybe be, like, self-sufficient. You know, you think that there would be yeah. a bit more conversation around that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, so would you consider going back to school for what? That's yeah, that's a good question. Um mm-hmm. so I I would love to continue my studies because mm-hmm. like you can never not learn enough. You know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah, totally. I, I love I love learning. Um I don't like failing. That's the one thing. I hate failing. <laughs> and I'm a very competitive guy. So right. I hate I hate failing. Yeah. And if I were to go to school now, I, I know it'd probably be more like remote online. Sure. And and uh I I failed I failed a course in Mohawk mm-hmm. because it was online and I I yeah. can't I can't work and study online it's just it's just not for me I'm oh, more totally, of a yeah. I'm more of a hands-on like learning experience guy like mm-hmm. I can't I can't just you know learn it's like someone gives me a textbook it's like okay learn this book and you get I can't do that like yeah, I need you definitely. to I need you to show me and you know what I mean and yeah, yeah, so. Definitely. When I when I do eventually go back to school because it's something I'd love to do, mm-hmm. it it probably have to be like after the this whole pandemic, right? Where mm-hmm. where I'm yeah. able to go in and you know learn physically, like you know in front of me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it sucks that everything's online now because yeah, there are so many people that just like that's not their learning style, and so they right. get distracted. And yeah, and yeah, you can't work, and that that sucks. Um, so if you, if you were to go back to school, uh, what kind of program would you want to get into? So I, I'd want to, it'd have to be either, uh, I'd have two choices because mm-hmm. so before Mo or when I got into Mohawk, um, mm-hmm. what I thought I was going to do mm-hmm. was, so when I, yeah, I had this plan, which I wasn't, I wasn't happy about, but I knew like it would, it would, uh, made me somewhat financially stable where sure. like I'd go to school and then go to university so I can get my BA. 
right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then with my BA, I can go to teacher's college and teach music for kids because mm-hmm. I like I love I love um I like teaching. I love teaching. I taught yeah. at a studio E here in Hamilton for a bit. Yes. And yeah. I love teaching with the kids. Like they're they're so great and like when when they when they look inspired, I know I know I'm doing a good job and that makes me feel mm-hmm. good. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like I'm passing it forward to the people who inspired me to do music. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. But but then there's the side of me where it's like that's that's not what I that's not what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Like I know I want to become the best uh, performing artist I can be, you know, and best selling recording artist that you know I'm trying to achieve. So I'd want to try to um, educate my or you know further my education through that field, and you know get into music production, um, audio engineering, mm-hmm. where where that way I could I could essentially do uh, everything myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that way I don't need to rely on too many people because I know that right. I have, you know, myself to do this. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be yeah. super cool to be like completely self-sufficient and just do everything yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Going to take a lot of work and time. But yeah, that's that's totally cool. And uh, would you want to do you still teach right now? Um, I don't because of you the don't. job I have right now. Like it's mm-hmm. I literally work like every single day. Yeah. Makes so, sense. Yeah, I I wish I could. I remember I was teaching a bit online with Studio E, but I it was uh, it's super tricky, and I, I can yeah. do it. it oh it's, yeah, it's so weird. No, I don't blame you. No, I know other people are teaching online right now, and it sucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I totally get it. Um, so would you want to pick that up in the future? Maybe when like you know COVID's done. Uh, that's a good question. Cause, mm-hmm. like right now, what I have is like super dope. I have yeah, you know, I have a full-time uh full-time job with you know with my time to create my music Mm -hmm. um but yeah if anything happens like i'd love i would like to go back to teaching i guess (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah sure why not Uh, yeah exactly why not right yeah so after um reflecting on your time in school you know after this Mm -hmm. whole conversation um would you recommend this program to like an aspiring musician sorry say that again um after like reflecting on your time um you know at mohawk and like going there and everything that you learned and you know maybe some things that you wish you were taught um would you recommend uh this program to an aspiring musician oh 100 percent. like because mm-hmm. this program did change my way of me like it changed my view of music mm-hmm. and because some people some people are a lot of people are different. Like music's very subjective. Let's just like get out there. Very subjective. Um, some people believe that music school kills the fun in music, right? right. People mm-hmm. believe it's like, oh my god, it's like if you just keep sticking with these rules, 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 you're not gonna, you're not gonna put any creativity in your music, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I've I felt that I felt that one hundred percent. I remember. Before, before music school, before all this, when I listened to the radio and I listened to music, I would just enjoy it. I'd be like, oh man, this song's so cool. Mm-hmm. But now I see myself analyzing a lot and I've tried, I'm, I'm trying to like stop that because yeah. I want to go back to enjoying like, oh, like this, like 
why this sounds good instead of going, oh, like, why did he use the two minor here? Or why mm-hmm. did, you know, oh, like he put, you know, he put a secondary dominance here. Or, like, because that it's just a lot of thinking. When when I hear music, I don't want to think I want to enjoy. You know what I mean? Totally. And I feel like that's where people see music school as kind of like a downside because essentially what you're doing is learning why music is what it is, you know, like Mm -hmm. why can't this work with this? And it's like, let's say you you've created this amazing piece, but then you have a professor saying, hey, it's like you cannot use that um, chord structure because it's not in the same key. Mm -hmm. But then. But then you can justify it saying, but it sounds good to me. You know what I mean? And yeah, that, yeah as long as it sounds good to the artist, mm-hmm. um, I, I feel like that's all that matters. You know, you yeah. can take all the criticism you want. You can take you can take whatever people say, you know, with a grain of salt. But at the end of the day, if you love making what you're making, you, you mm-hmm. know, you shouldn't let anyone stop you from doing that. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, for the people who who are interested in attending music school, um, I would say, you know, go for it because mm-hmm. you will you will learn, you know, 100% more of the foundation and, you know, like why music is what it is today, mm-hmm. you know? And you're, you're getting the, you're getting the knowledge of the professors who, you know, the professors are there for a reason, you know? Like they're not mm-hmm. just people from the street. No, they're experienced musicians who yeah. are teaching you what they know and what they've experienced. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah. So you yeah. give a glowing recommendation. That's it. Yep. Ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, what would you say is the most valuable thing that you gained from uh, attending Mohawk? Um, the friendships slash connections. One hundred percent. Cause mm-hmm. um yeah so I met my my keyboard player also yeah. my my best homie Kevin Mack mm-hmm. he uh yeah no like him and I worked together with a lot of projects we we did yeah we've made a bunch of like funk songs together cool. um yeah no he's like he is without a doubt one of the greatest keyboard players um super chill guy to work with if anyone is looking for a keyboard player to you know to work with like i would suggest kevin mack like he he is ridiculously um talented um yeah no he's super smart like he knows his theory yeah um super yeah super easy to work with uh he's cool to be around too Mm -hmm. yeah 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 everybody go check out kevin on instagram yeah, uh, think... he uh, he's a he's a funny guy because he doesn't mm-hmm. use social media too much. Mm-hmm. Like he's not yeah, a, he's not a yeah. social media guy. Yeah, yeah. He does he does have content have out there, which is good. Mm. Um, yeah, if yeah, if he were to be on social media and like just posting his like piano clips and all that, man, he would like he would pop off. Like he's so talented. <laughs> He'd blow up. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah, I think I think we've kind of covered everything. At this point. Nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, for joining and for talking all about your experience at Mohawk. 
Um, Thank you so much. Yeah, I thought this was a cool topic. I thought it'd be like a cool kind of introduction for anyone that's interested in, uh, you know, looking into the program. So, um, yeah, thanks a bunch for for hanging out. And I'm just going to want to plug you one more time. So uh, you can find Josh on Instagram at Joshua Pascua Music. Uh, Pascua is P-A-S-C-U-A. And you can also find him on Facebook, YouTube. Um, Is there any other socials or platforms you want to plug? Uh, you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Title, Deezer. You can just search me up at Joshua Pasqua. Yeah. Um, depending on when this podcast drops, uh, my yeah. song "Feel at Home" is dropping April thirtieth. So be sure to check it out when it comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This will drop on the first, so actually the day after your song drops. So everyone will nice. be able to listen to it. So nice. that's so pretty. Everyone, sick. go check it out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Go listen now. Yeah, all streaming services. All right. Thanks so much for joining. And uh, yeah, have a great day, dude. Thank you so much. Yeah, see you later. Bye.